Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Jesus Christ, man. You know, what with all the wild stuff that's going on, you would think that the idea of new movies coming in and the Snyder Cut finally landing, that things would actually be a little bit more tactful around here. But now you see, like, uh, certain things have gotten thrown out of proportion from different narratives here and there. Uh, certain people have finally saw the LBGTQ cat in America and they're losing their minds about it. Like that's actually Steve Rogers, but it's not. And then you see like all this other shoehorn crap out of here instead of products being made for people to enjoy. In addition to like, you know, some escapism from all this nonsense, but you can't get anywhere with it because they keep roping it around you. Like these days and times, the narrative has gotten a lot more volatile and it doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon, which is why, you know what? Hey, it may not be Wednesday, but this is the perfect time to unleash the wild weekend vibes because welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, people all around me, those that don't even consider themselves a part of anything. How are y'all? Welcome to the J-Man Show for episode 196. And before you tell me, yes, I know it's Friday night. I decided to go ahead and make a little Friday special for you all because I just couldn't stay away. And not only that, the R&D has gone so well here. It's the perfect time to come back to the mic. Hey, that Snyder Cut though, huh? Woo! You know, Shea Magnifique, could you imagine if they released that episodic instead of, like, you know, as a four-hour epic? You couldn't get enough. You wouldn't know what to do with yourself at that point. But it'd be fun competition against uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, and the Winter Soldier. Which, by the way, that's out right now. And that looks epic. Yeah, if you didn't get enough of that good WandaVision right now, these shows are actually going to tie us over pretty good for the next run of MCU movies. To which, hey, I'll admit, I'm ready to go back to movie theaters. I'm ready to go ahead and just do this stuff. Like, it doesn't bother me that certain things have gotten delayed. I heard that uh, Venom has now been delayed to, like, um, it's been delayed to September, right? Or December, one of the two. Either way, it's not going to be, like, around this time and, you know, around summertime. So, which is okay, which is okay. Because, as a matter of fact, that might work it better because for that time, a lot of the other people are starting to feel the spirits of the fall season. And you know what I mean by that. Which, by the way, there will be another J360 Monster Fest happening. 
I've been sitting over here working on designs for it, as a matter of fact. And yes, I managed to find some more obscured movies for us to either riff or be amazed about. Because, I mean, last year went so well, especially when it was a group thing. And you know something, since I have the Discord floating about, who knows what wild things we can do with that, huh? So yeah, just pay attention to what happens. I told you sticking with me would be amazing. And uh, speaking of which, the Holiday Fest is looking good too. Might as well just go ahead and hit two birds with one stone when it comes to it. And before you say, Jay, do you ever take breaks? Yes, I do. And I love them so much, but I have to stay on it, people, because I got goals. I got plans. And you all are part of them. And one way or another, I'm glad we are getting to where we need to be with this. By the way, J360 Radio actually has 110 followers now. That is nice. I can only imagine what the follower list looks like on the other channels, but for the main home base here to have 110, that's pretty cool. I got nothing but respect to that. You know, if anything else, this is what it's all about. When you're building something and people are actually listening and actually like what you do, now, the thing about that is, is that when they believe in you and they are willing to back you and help you out throughout all of it, because I will soon have a... A nice uh, Patreon page floating about here. I've just been deciding when to give it to you all and all that sort of thing and what the perks will be. So I'm still working that out. But the idea is that now it's starting to grow. It's starting to become amazing here at J360 Productions. And, you know, well, it always has been to me. But now you guys are starting to feel it. So that's growth. That's beautiful right there. I love that. And, you know, one way or another, it's only going to get better. And, by the way, the features for J360Productions.com is coming along nicely. See, you can listen to the actual J360 radio shows and watch some J360 TV presentations on J360Productions.com as you check out other things. Soon enough, there's going to be more interviews. There's going to be some more editorials. There's going to be some things to discuss. One way or another, things are looking pretty up. And, uh, yes, the station has been renewed for three more years. So you get to put up with me and whomever else for three more years. Woo! I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ah! You know what? They say Christmas is the gift that keeps on giving. But you know something? (laughs) Who would have thought it'd be right now here on Stimulus Weekend? You know something? <laughs> I was really making that as a gag, but I'm sure that there are some people out there that are celebrating that as a holiday right now. You know how it is when you can't act, when you get an advance on your taxes, which is pretty much what we're doing right now. I would like to say this, though. If you can manage, you know, keep an eye out on your stimulus and use it for the essentials if you can. Now, you're probably saying, yo, mind your business. Who are you to tell me what to do with my stimulus? Well, really, I'm not anybody except for the leader of J360 Production who got his stimulus, too. But the thing about it is, is to be mindful about it because you never know when you might need it for something else other than, like, other things. And I know some of you guys are having to dig deep to go ahead and get through with your rent every time. It's a mess. But one way or another, as we do have this money now, you can see that things have not died off on the political scale. What with, uh, what with more more hate against minorities showing up and more rabbit people acting very, very foolish because Trump didn't win. Yeah. They're just now getting to that point about it. It's about to get wilder. So I just want to say this, the foolery hasn't stopped and we haven't even hit the high mark of it yet, but you also know we have blinder arguments out there too, such as like when these, um, you know, whereas I'm saying and showing my appreciation to my fans, quite a lot of these established, um, 
established networks out there or companies like Lucasfilms and all that stuff, they're not necessarily giving the same love to their fan bases. There are a lot of places that are actually turning on the fan bases because, you know, reasons or because they don't want to be held accountable. And you see, you got more and more of these people up in there and they're a part of council culture. They're a part of all this other culture out here. You used to call them snowflakes now and then, but that name has changed too because that went over to the people on the right now because <laughs> they're the ones whining. But, the, but these other people are the ones that were considered snowflakes at one time and now they're in charge. You know, my feelings, be concerned about the narrative, all this other stuff. It, it's like, what exactly are we fighting for here? Because... There's no diversity that is benefiting anybody. There's no inclusion that's benefiting everybody. It seems like more and more these are becoming tent poles or straws so that people can just act foolish regardless of what side you're on or not. And what's really crazy to me is, as a content creator myself, I have to put the shelving on some of my products sometimes because I'm like, I don't know, it might be a little too beautiful for the world, which means that... I hope that it offends everybody, but I got to be willing to deal with that right off. You know what I'm saying? That's the feasible thing about it, because I know I'm not politically correct to save anything, and I never will be. Matter of fact, a lot of people think I'm mean. I mean well. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, we need to stand together. We need to virtue signal this, virtue signal that, put a stop to this. No, 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 no. We need to actually solve problems. Okay. Remember when I said stop hate? I mean it. Hate period needs to go. We the people need to do better. We need to stick up for everybody around here that's going through it. But we also need to be open-minded enough to hear the other side of the argument. Now, when you got people that cry foul and they play the a-hole victim game, and they're out there too, believe it or not. So I'm not disrespecting the real victims out there, but the ones that are really really wanting to be in the center of attention because I guess daddy never hugged them enough, mom never hugged them enough, or they weren't treated well. You know, and these are the same people that will always complain even though they won something. You understand what I'm saying? They're coming out of the woodwork now. They're all over the place. And you could say it's Gen Z. You could say it's whoever it wants to be. I think it's whomever that feels as though that they need to be relevant at this point. So they're going to find a way to chime in on that stuff. You know, sometimes the best way to not even be a part of that kind of stuff is don't even chip in. Remember Gamergate and nobody won? Remember Gamergate when it was like the journos and the companies that were causing all the problems and the fans pretty much were like, you know, we invested in you for a reason. For real news, not to be turned into like what all this giant foolery is. Because at the end of the day, we're not getting what we paid for, and you're still trying to treat us like crap. Like, you guys can have a party, but we are not getting services rendered. The game's not being respected. All that. It seems like it's starting to do that again. And I hope not, because there's a lot of YouTube channels out there screaming that things are starting to become Gamergate 2.0. And I'm like, I had to deal with somebody in my group that would do that 2.0 and hyperbolic statement crap. And the worst part about it is, he's about due on some things... But the sad part is, is that there's no credible evidence. And then when you see like people going back and forth about this stuff, you really start to feel like a giant amount of loss because it's not coming to you. It's like me fighting with other content creators. You know, you come to see what I have for you, right? 
you don't necessarily come for me to go ahead and roast the hell out of somebody else who really has no significance to anything over here, really has no benefit to anything that I do, but you don't want to see me do that. I hurt his feelings and yours. But the thing about it is, is this, there's no meaning to that. The best thing to do is just not even interact with people like that ever again, because it's not worth it, you know? When you build your own and you have your own, my competition would be me in general. But the thing is, the shows that I make and the content that I produce is enough right there to show I have staying power. You see what I'm saying? It should be about the skill set. Whereas you look at like beefs, you look at like, you know, musicians beefing at each other, um, other artists beefing at each other. And you start to realize the reason for the beef probably isn't as big as you think it is. And then you start to really think like it's supposed to be brothers and sisters of the same trade and we going at each other over, you know, micro triggers or um, non-issues. You know what I mean? When the message is supposed to be, be to get, you know, be together, be excellent to each other. Like I don't have to be necessarily any podcaster or any content creator's best friend, but, you know, there's a mutual, uh, there's a mutual likeness there. There's a friendship that can grow there. There's something that could be strong and all that kind of stuff. Even if you disagree with each other. A long time, I, I long for the days when you, me, or anybody out here, we existed. But we didn't need anybody's validation to exist. We existed regardless. We spoke. I mean, I've been ignored by my own mother, people. Think about it. When I was a young kid, when I was going through my formative time, she spoke. She fired me out into this world, and then, you know, my nephew was born, and then all of a sudden she tried to ignore me throughout the whole time when I needed her. But you see, as I grew older and I became more accustomed to myself and what I, what I would do, I also had to go through the idea of unpopularity and other people not liking me because, hey, I like comic books and gaming, you know, which everybody likes it now because it's more mainstream instead of niche. But you see, the thing about it is, you know, I had to deal with rigid people like that they just couldn't stand what i was all about but you know the thing about it is i had to keep going i couldn't be sad about it i couldn't be like gee uh, uh i wonder why they don't like i hope they like me back because you know why because i didn't have time to do that and not only that this is me as a kid as a kid eight years old going up my persona <laughs> developed early you know, it's just one way or another. I grew up knowing no matter what you do, there's a lot of people out there and all sorts of narratives and all sorts of conversations, all sorts of things. But no matter what you do, they will never like you back. Only a few would probably know you. But the special ones are the ones that really know you and really want to work with you and, and all that kind of stuff. And I did have a small group of friends, but as I got older, things got bigger. But then I realized the struggles and troubles that a lot of those older, you know, as I got older, a lot of those huge, wide open friendships are hard to maintain. Because after a while, you know, we're just not built for that. You know what I mean? But everybody wants to be universally loved, accepted, and welcomed in. But you see, the thing about it is with me, I started doing my own thing in high school and all that stuff. I started just really started doing my own thing and just being who I was and the right people flocked to me, you know, 
to which right now, you know, like the right people flock to me. But, you know, I had to know when to cut the line. I had to know when to not be codependent like that and look for validation. And I learned it early, whereas a lot of people are learning it now. And some of them are in their 40s. And even with toxic institutions like, you know, retail settings, Hollywood, politics, newsrooms, things like that. You know, it's all built around that because at the end of the day, they are businesses that are being ran and they're ran by people that are equally flawed like you and I are. And they get caught up in some crazy stuff, but nobody holds them accountable. There should be some some sort of area that holds them accountable. And it does exist, but I'm not going to mention it here. But the thing about it is they ain't been doing their job for a while now. And it doesn't make any sense. And you got like somebody that goes and, and shoots up these these women and people in a spa. And you tell me, multiple spas, by the way. And you tell me that, oh, he had a bad day. It was like, blah, blah. no, 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 no. You don't get to play that game. See, that's white privilege. Hold him accountable. That is a horrible, despicable, pathetic human being doing that. And I haven't seen so much laxity like that since January 6th and the man who committed the Las Vegas shootings. Now I think about it. How are you letting this slide? You know? It, it's, it's weird to me. But you see, that's why at the same time, I remember like when people failed to follow through when I was a kid. You know what I mean? That one time I started letting the system work. I had a bully, and the thing about it is, I, I did what I was supposed to do. I called for help at the time. But you know what? The thing about it is, they did not, didn't do anything to stop the bully at all. Nothing. So you know what? On that second day, guess what? J-Man became Batman that day. Well, should say Superman, but wasn't that strong at the time. Got stronger a lot later. <laughs> but I had to utilize my Batman tactics, and I beat the hell out of the kid. And I got into more fights that day after that, too. I had to. They weren't solving anything, but they were happily willing to send my ass to an alternative school because I took it upon in my own hands to defend myself. Like I said, I'm not going to be bullied and pushed around by anybody, which I still live about this day. Even now, I'm like, I'm ready to jump dead in somebody's ass. I I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm hot-blooded. I just can't, you know, I don't have that patience like that anymore. Just people are so ridiculous with their stuff. Well, you know, this is how you could solve the problem. You could, uh, 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 and I'm like, name an example of how. And then some of y'all will be like, well, you know, disagreeing with somebody is equivalent to a punch in the face. You've never been punched in the face. That's how I know. Disagreeing with people is hard to take if you've never been through it. I've been through it a lot. Trust me, I know. But I also know that some people do this because they want to win favor. They want to pander to others. So I know that some people want to do that kind of stuff, play that kind of game because they figure, hey, you know what? Maybe then I won't be ostracated or a pariah. Well, let me tell you, as somebody who didn't need anybody's validation, happily walked alone and in with a group. It don't matter after a while. If they find a slot to put you in or a role to try to attribute to you or any sort of way they can go about things because everything has a, a name and a narrative and stuff, they will use that on you. You got to be fortitude enough and mindful enough to know better of how these people will try to use you. Like when you're at your job and they try to use you for certain things and it's pertaining to what your job is, you got to accept that that is your job. But if they're trying to get you to do extracurricular stuff, which is not pertaining to your job, that's when you stand up to it. 
You understand? It's just like when I'm dealing with uh, Keith back at my old day job. Yeah, I remember that nonsense. Trying to start to do his job when I get ahead in my job. Something ain't right. So I started laxing in my job. So I started telling him about himself. He ain't never got in my face again, I'll tell you that right now. That's how you got to play that whole thing. But just because somebody has a way of doing things, there might be a different narrative, and you're not going to hold them accountable. You know, after a while, people are going to start fighting, and they're going to start shooting after a while. But then again, they haven't stopped shooting, but a lot of people don't want to fight anymore. You know what I mean? A couple of gunshots and things like that. That take care of anybody. And I'm not condoning it, mind you, but that's what it is. Ain't nobody fighting like that anymore. The only protection you needed was two fists and a stick. That's all you needed. But it changed, man. It changed up a lot. And there's quite a lot of people out here that I happily tell you how tough they are, but after a while, you'll see that their name starts with a giant P to best represent them. And it goes for any gender. And it goes for any of these people out here running around saying all this crazy stuff. And what's really funny is people try to tell me what side of the narrative I'm on. Like, I don't have my own mind and I don't have my own choices. I'm on my side before anybody else's. That's just the way it goes. Because the narratives nowadays are poorly defined. Anything triggers anybody. And when you really get down to it, where do we go? What is the main narrative for us? What exactly, who are we trying to oppress? Who the hell are we trying to please? And you know the social elites, they're the ones sitting back laughing at us. Happily looking down and laughing at us. Whereas we got our breads and circuses and we happily will go after each other and throw each other under the bus just to get some virtual signal and leeway somewhere. Which is why like certain people, they say, you know, we need to come together as a people. And then I look at them, I give them the finger. I'd be like, you come together on your own time with your own circle jerking because I was there trying to bring people together a while ago. None of y'all wanted to do that. Had to do some arm twisting here and there, some leg breaking over there to go ahead and get people involved. And then after a while, you know what? I got tired of it because guess what? That's just punk ass mentality right there if you didn't want to be involved. You know what? And truth is, is guess what? Some people will do that. They'll make excuses and then they won't show up. Those kind of people I don't have respect for. And you know what I do to those I don't have respect for. Give them the business and let them go. It don't make no sense. Nowadays, this is adults. These are adults doing this. You understand what I'm saying? It's like up there in the narrative. It's like, you don't even know me, but you want to judge me, right? I don't know you, but by the time you start trying to throw my name through the mud, I'm going to tell you about yourself. Because you pretty much summoned me, punk ass. It's on. That's all there is to it. I will happily embarrass you in front of your friends. And then they're my friends. And then I'll tell all them to go fuck themselves too. Simple as that. Yeah, this is an uncut episode. That's just the way it goes. I I get so sick and tired of people and their stuff sometimes. It's like, for real. Nothing, there's... For some reason, people just love to stay at the bottom. Because there's no fight with that. People love to stay in their bubble. There's no fight with that. Whereas when you're somebody like me who has everything to gain and nothing to lose, I'm going to be doing that reach. I'm going to be going as far as I need to go. And by the time you even pay attention, I'm gone. It's simple as that. And anybody else out there who really wants to go for theirs, you need to understand that. 
Like, if I'm out there in the big CA, I wouldn't consider most of them people friends. See, quite a lot of people, even on this level of creating content, are fake as hell. Can you imagine over there dealing with the studio system and all that stuff? Knowing how piss poor the studio system is. Oh, we still go through it like because it's, it's, it's natural. It's the day of. It's all that kind of stuff. You know, as somebody who just looks at it after a while, I spit on it. Because it's not about the movie. It's not about the people sitting there paying to go see the movie and stuff. It's not about that blogger that you hope to impress. It's not about any of that stuff. It's all about other measuring. Isn't it? That's what it is. Pure, unadulterated dick measuring. And that's all that nonsense is over there. Sure, you can go ahead and talk about Me Too all you want to. But if somebody is over there in charge of certain things and all sorts of other stuff, would you jump into that whole fold about it? You probably would because of that kind of money. People sell out a lot quicker for man-made crap. And it's sad. Like all these narratives out here, you wonder what the main solution is. I wonder what the... I wonder what the answer would be for all that. I really do. Because I draw a total blank at it. But you know what? I also realize I'm not the problem. There's quite a lot of other people going through it. There's quite a lot of other people out here that, you know, they think that they're doing the right thing. But at the same time, they're not doing it without a little forethought. They're doing it based on emotion. And then when they do it based on emotion after a while, it gets harder to define because it's an emotional thing. And it's all emotional. But what's the tack? What what exactly is going to put a stop to it? Because you're over here policing what people say. And then after a while, and I'm going to tell you this as a fact. Because see, there is a one moment where 16-year-old J-Man didn't want people telling him what to do anymore. And he went after everybody. Do you understand? There's going to be a day where something is going to pop. See, I'm in more control of myself. But like I said, that's that's teenage. That's formative. And, you know, I still have my mom ignoring me at those points. So you think about it. There, there, there There's that moment where things are going to pop. The foolery is going to get even crazier. Things are going to be, you know, unbelievable at that point. I'm not hoping and condoning for it. I hope that it never happens. And I hope that one way or another, we as a people can actually quit yelling at each other and actually just talk. Just talk. Communicate. Which means somebody talks, somebody listens. Not you know, like two Dinos going back and forth at each other for a for a good snack or whatever. You know what I mean? Dino from uh, Flintstones. In case for those of you that ain't watched the Flintstones growing up. Even though I'm sure everybody has. But you know what I mean. The narrative nowadays is flawed. There are people out there that go above and beyond their boundary. There are people out there who have no boundary. Then there are people out there that are trying to be heard. And then there are other people out there that... Have the ability to be heard, but they're going to tell you the same old rhetoric because they like this crap. It's out there. It's all over the place. It ain't right. You see, the thing about it is, you hope things get better. And going back into the whole thing with me growing into who I am, eventually my mother understood her ways. She understood what she did. 
and she tried to speak to me about it. And I was like 20, in my 20s. And I looked her right in the eye and I said, leave me the hell alone. Yeah. I'm not proud of it, guys. I'm not proud of it, but but you see the thing about it is, I grew up. I started working. I, I started, you know what I mean? I became more of an adult at that point. I'm in adulthood. I got things to do. I'm out here in the in the, in the public and and starting to work on building J360 Productions around that time. I like I started J360 Productions at 19. She didn't give a damn about that. But you see, the thing about it is, I gave a damn. I believed in myself, and I knew where I wanted to go. But I didn't think about all this other narrative crap that comes out of the woodwork, swimming around, and all this other stuff. But I also knew I didn't give a fuck either, because, you know, I'm all I have. The things that I do are made solely on my choice and how I go about them. On the real. Like, I just knew that I'm all I got. And what I'm going to leave around here is going to be a representation. Hopefully people grow from it. And then, you know what? Don't worship me, worship me as a hero. You know, I hope that I inspire you so you can go ahead and find your own voice. But then after a while, like when I tell the world, go fuck itself. And I just keep on doing the best I can because I have to please myself. You see? Which is why nowadays when I hear all this new crap and stuff like that, I'm like, you know what? What the hell does that have to do with me? Well, you know, Jay, you're I'm a what, bitch? That's what I say. Because I, I was, I'm all I have. You know? It doesn't matter to me if you're there or not there. It doesn't matter to me how you think I feel about your narrative and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter to me at all because I can tell you to go fuck yourself and I'll still go back to work and I'll still find a newer job and I'll still do what I got to do to succeed in my own way. Because you know what? You didn't give a shit about me then and you don't give a shit about me now. And I lived with it. But I still had to build my own. And see, one way or another, in the studio markets and stuff, and going for these things, I'm not going to be laying back and doing all that crazy shit that they want me to do. I wouldn't go too far in the industry, but I would have a good attitude about standing on my own about things. A lot of people don't understand that, and a lot of people want to play the kind of role that J-Man does, but you got to understand, you had to go through a lot, and you had to make peace with a lot to get where I was. See what I'm saying? And I'm not going to tell you the 100% story because guess what? You'll probably figure it out at some point or another other than what I tell you. So you can fill in the pieces. But it's crazy to me where we are as a people. And at the end of the day, this isn't about... I I like people to understand this. When it comes right down to personal pain or whatever, it's not a competition. It's not a competition about which race has it harder in America. It's not a competition about which gender has it hard in the world. It's not a damn competition. What we need to do is we need to heal. And we need to have some unity around that. Okay? But you see, the thing about me is, I'm not going to take my pain or the issue I went through with my mom to dump it down on other women and take it out on them. I'm not going to displace any of my stuff. I never did. You see, a long time ago, when I went through and I took back, you know what I mean? When I got my revenge, it was on the people that did it. That's the difference. 
You got people now that heard up from years ago taking it out on everybody. Fucking amateurs. I mean, that's what I say about it. But I don't say that those that are really going through that pain are not victims. They haven't made that connection about themselves to have recovery so that they can grow into better people. You understand what I'm saying? But if you got that one that's out there just marking it off of it because they think it's cool and they can get like a couple of bucks and all this other stuff, which they are out there, by the way. Well, those are the biggest piece of shit walking. Those are the ones you really need to be holding it against. And it's so sad that we are where we are. Because I only hope that we could get better, but I, I really don't know. But hey, like I said, that's our narrative today. And who knows where we go from here. I just um, got to stay optimistic in some way. And then in another way, just have to be like, okay. <laughs> you know? But until then, I'm still on my own side. Even though, like I said, I'm friends with a lot of content creators out there. And a lot of the musicians that I met from jams and a lot of other people. Like, one way or another, I hope I entertain you and inform you and I make you laugh. And I hope that this episode doesn't turn you off. But if you leave, I'm not going to look for you. I'm not going to look back. I'm too busy moving forward until I don't move anymore. And that's just how that goes. But, you know, speaking of jams, jams is next Friday. And um, here's the thing. I'm getting some new stuff from you guys, and that's great. Um, submissions are still open until next Wednesday at 11.59. So as soon as it hits 12 a.m. and it's Thursday, it ain't going to happen, okay? But I will tell you this. As we go through this again, a uh, few things. One, two tracks, Okay. No one track. One, one track's not going to work. Two tracks for jams. That's a standard. And then your link to best sell you. You know what I mean? This is your night. When you have that section, that is your presentation. It's like American Bandstand. This is you. You make it. Don't break it. And don't cheapen your spot. Because you're only going to hurt yourself. So, no one track, okay? Second thing is... For all that is holy and for God and country, do not, do not reserve or even attempt to ask me where your spot is on the playlist. Oh, for goodness sakes. You know, Ragnarok is coming for you at that point. Don't mess this up. You trust me to give you airtime? You're going to get airtime. I sit over there. For three to four hours playing these tracks. Incredible music and I respect all of you as people. And I thank you for, you know, allowing me to do so. And I thank you for trusting me to do so. But as we go about this, we don't went through 19 voyages, people. Don't mess this up. Don't get creative around episode 20. Episode 20 is a milestone episode. And please don't tell me, please put me in a, a slot three or four. No, 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 no. Doesn't fly. Matter of fact, by looking at that, I might as well put you in 40 at that point. Because apparently you, you think this is about numbers. Everybody is going to get the same experience as I am in the booth, okay? That's just the way it goes. So respect everybody else and yourself, more importantly, by just enjoying the ride. 
And as I say that, I still thank you if you want to participate in Jams 20. Because I know some of y'all can't handle being yelled at. <laughs> Lou says I'm yelling, but I mean it. That's just the way it works, guys. Other than that, I mean, we got a lot of things ahead of us. I do know that the Snyder Cut is one of the most amazing uh, reduxes of a film I've ever seen. You should go ahead and look into it sometime because um, the Josh Whedon cut, is <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. As soon as you check out that, that whole Snyder Cut, you will enjoy and love it. Trust me. Especially if you're a DC fan. And I mean, it's, it's right there for you, like, if anything else. And, you know, they actually have a listing of how you can go about it if you're going to look at it in sections or whatnot, you know? So you don't have to do, like, the whole Lord of the Rings journey or in-game journey, I should say. But it's, it's one of those kind of things. You should not miss this, I'm saying. Because this is, like, an entirely different film. And as it should be. And you see, as I speak about this stuff, um, you know, I don't feel bad for the context that I present. I do what I do because of my own validation. I don't make these shows to be liked entirely, but I don't make them to be hated. I make them because, you know, I know what my stance is in this world. And that's why I do what I do. That's why I'm capable of it. And I'm not ashamed. Whereas, like, other people, they'll come and they'll do an apology tour, they'll do an apology video, all this kind of stuff. But if you're really smart, and if you critically think, you'll figure out that, you know what? One way or another, it's just a different argument than what I have. Maybe I should relax a little bit. Maybe I should just try to make this life livable. And I try to do that every damn day but hey what what do i know right <laughs> i've only been at this 196 times and now that 196 is over that means that i got three more until 200 but i hope that a lot of you guys enjoy what i do here and i hope that one way or another we get on that even footing as a people and then we can just grow from this because uh well you know <laughs> but until then you guys take it easy respect yourselves be excellent to each other and live for goodness sakes do better this is this is a mess but until then though this is the j-man signing off y'all take it easy for me okay peace